Hey everyone, welcome back to the Seven Seas of Stories podcast. I'm your host, Arna. I hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving. Speaking of Thanksgiving, today's episode is based on the first Thanksgiving with the Pilgrims and Native Americans. So, without further ado, let's get started with the story, The First Thanksgiving. The sun rose over the woods as people started to stir in bed. At the fort, people started their morning routine of eating a small breakfast before tending to the crops and houses. On the other side of the Crystal River, there were people bringing in the night's hunt while others took care of the corn and beans. The day seemed normal, but it was actually a very exciting day. As the people of the fort started to chatter excitedly while gathering onions, spinach, lettuce, and skinning the morning catch of fish, the people across the river smiled as they gathered juicy blueberries and raspberries while others got their fresh venison ready. The day was bright with a shining future ahead. It was a day of Thanksgiving. The pilgrims stacked the shellfish neatly in their wagons and piled the leafy vegetables from their harvest into a sack next to the fish. Meanwhile, the Native Americans across the river picked the ripest berries to add to the meal. They also brought the tender roasted venison and ears of corn. The doors of the fort were open, and joyful pilgrims flooded through the gates with wagons filled with all their harvesting. The natives began to journey to the meeting point, too, with armloads of corn and deer. Before long, the two groups made it to the open grassland. Welcome, Englishmen. We shall feast here, the chief of the natives said. Of course, great chief. Did you bring the corn and deer? The captain of the fort replied. The chief nodded and uncovered the corn, deer, and fruit. In return, the captain brought forth his wagons of fish and vegetables. The two shared a small smile as the rest seated themselves around the food. Soon, plates are filled with crunchy onions, carrots, beans, spinach, along with soft venison and fish, as well as colorful cranberries. Pilgrims laughed with the natives and all seemed well until it was time for the main course. Oh, noble captain, did you bring the meat? The chief asked. The captain looked startled. But brave leader, you were to bring the meat. It is the main part. The chief stared at the captain. No, tough captain, we brought the deer, so you must bring the main meat. But I thought we had an agreement, the captain spat. We brought most of the main food. You said the Englishmen will bring the main course. The chief's voice began to rise as the leaders bickered and the rest started shooting death glares at each other. A small pilgrim boy stole away from the rest of the group and began to sneak away into the forest. Though he was silent, a native girl saw him sneak away and started to wonder where he went. Quietly, she followed him deeper into the forest. Suddenly, the boy turned around and stared. What are you doing here? The boy asked. I should be asking that question to you, pale face. The girl responded. Everyone is fighting, so I decided to get away from there, the boy said. The girl smirked. That doesn't seem to be the reason. Why were you sneaking around the woods? What are you looking for? 
The boy seemed to think of what to tell the girl, but in the end, he realized he would need her help. All right, the reason I came was because I know why we, meaning the pilgrims, didn't bring the meat, the boy said. Aha, so you were supposed to bring the meat. But then why didn't you? The girl questioned. Well, it is because life is hard in the fort and there isn't much food. We don't know how to hunt deer in either. But finally, we found this bird. We had never seen it before, but when we ate it, the taste was so delicious. We found another one soon and we thought of bringing that to the feast. But the captain didn't want to share, so we kept the bird hidden in the fort. Honestly, I think it is better to share it with you so that you all may help us find more. So, I'm going to the fort now to get the bird, but I will need your help to get around the captain's guards. They were kept so no one eats the bird before the captain gets back, the boy answered. The girl nodded and they both started toward the fort. Soon, they reached the pilgrim's fort. After checking the fort walls, the girl decided that they needed to scale the walls because all entrances were guarded. With the help of some vines and thick branches, the two made a ladder. While the boy climbed up, the girl kept a watch for guards. Finally, the boy climbed in, and the girl climbed in after him. Pe creeping through the shadows of the houses and crawling under wagons and carts, the pair made it to the captain's house. It was the largest one, with strong wood panels and a big oak door. The boy ushered the native girl through a small crack in the wood. They slid through the panel and stepped into the captain's house. It had simple wooden furnishings and a small area for cooking. It had a few mats on the side to sleep on and firearms hung on walls. The pilgrim boy and his companion made their way down to the damp cellar. The air hung in the musty cellar and the drips of water could be heard echoing through the halls. Suddenly, some squawking startled the pair. They crept closer to the noise, and the girl gasped when she saw what, it was, what was making it. A very large bird, enough to be the main meat of the meal, sat caged in a small metal trap. It had red skin hanging from its mouth and feathers all different shades of brown covered its body. This is enough to feed all of us at the meal. It will go nicely with the vegetables you have brought and the cranberries we have brought. The native whispered. I know, now let's get to work. The bird is already tied, so all we have to do is carry it back to the feast, the pilgrim boy responded. They worked silently, finding a knife to cut through the thin cage and used pieces of twine to close the bird's mouth so they wouldn't, it wouldn't give them away. Then they tiptoed back up into the house and made their way to the exit. But as soon as they crawled out through the rotted wood panel, they were met by the captain's guards. The guards seized the pair and roughly carried them to the center of the fort. They tied them both to a wooden post and jerked the bird out of their hands. Then the guards laughed as they watched the boy struggle in his binds. Meanwhile, the girl fidgeted around as if she were up to something. Without warning, she jumped up, no longer bound, and tackled one of the guards. She quickly wrapped him with the coil and tied him tightly. Suddenly, the other guard came around from his patrol and sprinted toward the girl. 
With a swift kick, she sent the guard to the ground. Then she bound and gagged him with the same binding that she was kept in. She walked over to the boy and quickly untied him before going to the bird, who was trapped once again under a large overturned cart. Making sure no guards were on their way, the two snuck away, slinking into the shadows of the forest. Once they were walking through the forest and were out of harm's way, the boy asked, How did you get out? And where did you learn to fight like that? Remember that sharp steel thing, the one you call a knife we had used? Well, I took that with me and used it to cut my ropes. I learned how to fight because of the hunts we always go on. I also wrestle with my siblings often, as play, the girl responded. The boy smiled with admiration as they continued their journey. At last, they reached the clearing where the feast was held. The fighting had escalated. Both sides were not armed as the chief and captain continued to shout at each other. With a cry, the sides ran toward each other, one armed with guns and the other armed with spears. Stop! What are you doing? This was supposed to be peaceful, not violent, oh great leaders, the girl cried. Yes, and over such a small thing? But don't worry, we found the meat, the boy piped up. Everybody immediately quieted down, waiting to hear from the pair. Strong chief, you are correct. We, the pilgrims, were supposed to bring the main course, the main meat of the feast. And our captain had found the perfect one, but he didn't want to share, the boy explained. The captain stared down at the soil as both pilgrims and natives shot him shocked and angry looks. So we both went to the pilgrim fort and got the meat. Now behold, the girl said as she placed the bird in the clearing for all to see. In a second, everyone's face went from frowns to eager smiles. Coming together once again, the pilgrims and the natives roasted the bird together and enjoyed it together. At the end of the meal, they decided to make it annual, a celebration for all. The first Thanksgiving. Well, I hope you enjoyed that story. At last, the pilgrims and Native Americans came together like a family, just like many families do today to enjoy a delicious feast together. If you like this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share my podcast with everyone you know. I hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving that you were able to share with your families. Stay tuned!